Hey guys, what's up? It's Brittany here. I am with MP member Caitlin De La Cruz, and Caitlin is also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Today we will be talking about how to love yourself. We're Midwest Performance, and we're on a mission to empower women around the world to take action, work hard, and make a physical and mental impact in their lives. In this very saturated fitness industry, there's tons of competition, but the opportunities are incredible. We'll cover the most common challenges in the fitness world and invite guests on the show that have learned to overcome them and share their strategies with you. This is the Coffee with MP Show. Hey guys, what's up? It's Brittany and Caitlin here. Um, we are coming at you live with a special episode of Coffee with MP. I'm sitting here with um, MP member Caitlin De La Cruz. And I wanted to bring Caitlin on uh, on the episode today because she actually is um, a licensed counselor and her, she special, specializes in millennials. Yeah. Um, but she also specializes in helping women um, kind of grow their self-confidence, grow their self-love, um, giving, learning how to give themselves forgiveness for things and just learning how to appreciate themselves um, as females. So I wanted to bring her on today because she did a seminar um, back in February with us, a, a Love Yourself seminar, which was perfect for February because Valentine's Day. Um, and we had a great group of women here and Caitlin really brought some really awesome um, practical techniques that women could do on a daily basis to really learn how to love themselves. Um, I was there, Marcia was there, and I learned a lot too about just understanding like how to forgive, like give myself forgiveness for um, like my procrastination. Like I am a procrastinator and that's just how I am and I have to learn how to forgive myself for that. But I also have to learn how to work around that as well. Right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Caitlin, and then we're gonna just kind of dive right into um, what you talked about at the seminar and mm -hmm. some of the tips that we can give the ladies at home on how to love themselves. Great, yeah, so um, I actually started I'll talk about MP first. Mm -hmm. So I started coming to MP, um, I think it was like last September, mm -hmm. October. I started as a six-week challenger. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's interesting, even though I teach women about self-esteem and loving yourself mm -hmm. and do the practice, and I could like list you all the stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't ever do any of it. Right. I didn't mm -hmm. ever do any of the stuff as more accurate. And so um, this just came up by kind of happenstance mm -hmm. on my Facebook lot or Facebook and um, it was an ad and it was like do you want to do this and mm -hmm. I remember really specifically telling my husband I, I really want to do this mm -hmm. I think it's time for a change because when we first met I was really into health and fitness mm -hmm. and I was really skinny I was mm -hmm. never strong I was just mm -hmm. skinny mm -hmm. um, and he just asked me and it was hurtful but so accurate he was like are you really going to do this because mm -hmm. if not like don't go right. like it's not mm -hmm. worth it and so I was like all right it's time to start doing something for myself and the rest is kind of history mm -hmm. after that and now I'm even in a second challenge because it worked that's so awesome. well the first mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. so that's, that's how I came to MP. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk first about because that happens a lot with women and spouses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there are I've met women that have spouses who um, are just kind of almost fakely supportive mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. great do it do it do it do it do it that's awesome mm -hmm. and maybe the the wife isn't necessarily mentally ready to do right. it right. but you know so then there's that side of the support thing and then there's the side of the support thing that your husband gave you was kind of like yeah. the more practical like yeah. are you really going to do this yeah. and while uh -huh. that hurt a little bit like uh -huh. you said it was that was an important point oh, for yeah. you to understand Absolutely. that your spouse was there for you yes. but um, he wanted to make sure that you were ready for right. that. So mm -hmm. how did you like 
kind of you you even said it yourself it kind of kind of hurt me a little bit like how yeah. did you kind of deal with that with him being your spouse right. and not taking that personally right. and, and taking it kind of as a positive yeah one of the things that's really great um, about my spouse is a lot of things but mm -hmm. like he's really open to that communication and so even in that esteem seminar I talked about it's like you need to be honest with how you're feeling mm -hmm. you really do need to validate the fact that like I just told him, I was like, that kind of sucked. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't love to hear that, but like, here's mm -hmm. why, and this is what the plan is. And mm -hmm. his whole thing was just like, I'm going to trust you, mm -hmm. but I just want you to prove it to yourself. So okay. at no point during this challenge or during the last challenge or this challenge, has it ever been about proving mm -hmm. to him that like, yes, I did it. Mm -hmm. Like he's supportive and he's encouraging mm -hmm. and points out the changes along mm -hmm. the way. But for me, it was just more about like really being honest with like, yeah, that did hurt, but also it comes from a place of yeah. truth. Mm -hmm. And I do need to hear that mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that because of that, you probably appreciated the process more. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Knowing that, not necessarily that you were trying to prove anything to him, but that he, you, he kind of set the expectation of yeah. wanting you to do well. Exactly. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that, that it, it's good that tough love is always important yeah. I think it's always important to have that from the people that are the closest to you because that mm -hmm. means they truly do care about right. you mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like um, some parents who have kids that you know put them in things and they're maybe not that good at it but they just keep pushing them to do it and yeah. they maybe really don't like it right. and then they're they're not successful at it and then they have so they end up having esteem issues because yeah. of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. it's like you have to have the people that are closest to you be truthfully yeah. brutally honest with yeah. you like that and I think that's important right um, this kind of really ties in very, very well to the, the loving yourself and mm -hmm. validation and things like that. And I want to talk a little bit more about the validation piece of that. Like, you shouldn't be seeking validation from other people. Right. You should be mm -hmm. seeking validation from yourself. Right. Can you touch on some different ways or some different experiences that you've seen in the field that you're in of, mm -hmm. of how people have worked through not seeking validation from other people around them, but learning how to seek validation from themselves? Yeah. So, I mean, it really does feel good to get validation mm -hmm. from other people. So I guess, first of all, it's like, it's not bad to want that, right. but it's just more like, I hear your question is like, what do I do when that's not available? Because mm -hmm. for me, it's always about sustainability. Like mm -hmm. it's not sustainable to rely on the people around mm -hmm. you to tell you that you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. So things for me that I do, like just even in this challenge is like setting and achieving the small goals so mm -hmm. that I can even just have a checkbox or mm -hmm. like I write on the calendar, the fact that I'm going to class and that's mm -hmm. a really good validation mm -hmm. step for me to say like, I planned to do this and then I did it. Mm -hmm. But with the women that I work for or work with, um, I ask them to talk more about validation in regards to their emotions. Mm -hmm. So in everything in our society, whether it's about physical health or relationships or career, everybody talks about setting small goals mm -hmm. and saying like, do this first, validate the progress and then keep going. Mm -hmm. But for some reason with emotions in our society, we're like, you just need to feel better. Like, right. why are you so sad? Like, mm -hmm. why can't you just snap out of it? And so... Um, validation a lot of times does get talked about in relation to progress, but mm -hmm. for me, validation is also about validating when it's hard. Mm -hmm. And so my thing is always like validate with compassion with an option to cope or mm -hmm. with an option to change. So okay. it, for me, it's like telling a woman like it's okay to tell yourself in the morning like I'm so tired, I do not want to face the day, mm -hmm. but I'm just going to get up and brush my teeth. Right. Validate the struggle, but then tell yourself what you're going to do next about it right. instead of just I'm so tired and I can't face the day and mm -hmm. then I turn over and I go to right. bed, which mm -hmm. is so much easier. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's kind of relates to weight loss. It's yeah. like coming to class. Like yeah. I don't want to go to class today, but I'm getting to get up and I'm going to go. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to eat that, you know, chicken and asparagus, but <laughs> 
I'm going to do it because I know I'm going to feel better if I do it. So the translation is very relevant. And I think that that happens a lot in weight loss. That kind of validation and coping mechanism can really translate into people who are watching this who maybe aren't on a fitness journey yet, but have always wanted to be on one. Right. um, And they're struggling to get to one. So I think... Mm-hmm. The I love that that you you validate you understand you mm-hmm. you recognize that you have the feeling yep. right you have the feeling of laziness mm-hmm. or you have the feeling of not wanting to do something mm-hmm. but you don't stay in the feeling right right mm-hmm. you get up and you do something about it right. even if it's a small piece exactly. right like you said just get up yep. and brush your teeth right at least mm-hmm. you're taking a step towards Absolutely. moving towards progress right. versus just kind of staying in the same place right. so um that was a really great thing that you talked about in the seminar too because for Mm -hmm. me it's like procrastinating i'm a procrastinator like i am a last minute kind of person i always have been but now i learned okay yep i know i gotta i know i procrastinate but i gotta do something about it Mm -hmm. so um i want to talk a little bit more about um giving yourself forgiveness Mm -hmm. um women who um maybe don't achieve goals that they set or don't live up to an expectation that they've wanted to or um like you've mentioned society is just built on this like especially for women like you have to look a certain way and you have to talk a certain way Mm -hmm. you have to be a certain way and we don't forgive ourselves enough can you talk about some techniques maybe some things that you've seen Mm -hmm. um in your field when it Mm -hmm. comes to women giving themselves forgiveness and Mm -hmm. and some techniques on how people can overcome that yeah there's one that probably most people have heard of which is like kind of treating yourself like you would treat a friend Mm -hmm. right and i I think it's so simple to think about but it's so hard to put mm-hmm. into practice because mm-hmm. if a friend came to me and said I was really trying this week to just I'll just kind of stick with fitness and yep. uh, health and wellness but like I was really trying to eat healthy this week but mm-hmm. I something happened and Friday fell apart and I just ate like a half of a large pizza or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. I'd be like oh yeah that's such a bummer but you know what like what's your plans for the next step right mm-hmm. like motivation is never fueled by shame Mm -hmm. ever it's Mm -hmm. always fueled by encouragement and planfulness Mm -hmm. like no matter what so um then also to relate it back to self-esteem like self-esteem is a practice and Mm -hmm. i think forgiveness falls after that Mm -hmm. or falls under that and a lot of times we're just like waiting to feel like okay now i feel like i'm ready to forgive myself or i feel like i'm ready to care for myself Mm -hmm. and the reality is that that feeling probably won't come until Mm -hmm. after you've started to do it Mm -hmm. so practical ways for forgiveness are like not reminding yourself about all of the bad things you've Mm -hmm. done like process through it think about it talk about it with somebody Mm -hmm. if you need to and then write it down in a notebook and close the notebook like it doesn't literally and metaphorically like there is no benefit to reminding yourself of all of the mistakes that you've made Mm -hmm. once you get to the point that you're starting to experience shame right Mm -hmm. right I think that that's so important because a lot of people live in their past mistakes and a lot of people live in their past um kind of relating again to the fitness and health and wellness uh area is that people don't forgive themselves for losing the weight and gaining it all back. People don't forgive themselves for spending money on a personal trainer and then never Mm -hmm. going. And when they come to begin that Mm -hmm. health and wellness journey again, they remind themselves of the mistakes that they've made, Mm -hmm. which all all of a sudden puts a barrier in front of them to actually start something that might actually work. Mm -hmm. And I think I've seen that a lot in just like meeting and talking to different people is that you know, they have these mindset barriers of like things that they've done in the past and like those bad experiences stay with them forever and they don't know how to let them go. So um, I like that you said, write it down, right? Um, Again, it was back to validation. Validate that you had that experience. Understand Mm -hmm. that that was a piece of your life, but it doesn't have to define where you go from here. It doesn't have to be what you are from here on Mm -hmm. out. And I think that that's so important. So, um, well, I'm sorry, just like really, yes. Like if you think about like forgiveness with another individual outside Mm -hmm. of your 
yourself, it's not pretending like the thing didn't happen, right? right? So if somebody wrongs me, like, if I say I forgive them, I'm releasing them from the responsibility of making it up to me. Right. That's what I'm doing. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm going to keep putting myself in the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm going to keep on paying for personal training and never mm-hmm. go. I'm just saying, like, I don't need to make up that part of my right. life. Like, mm-hmm. it's over and done with. Mm-hmm. There's no, like checks in the column like it's just it's done yeah Mm -hmm. I think that that's so important too because um, even in like relationships Mm -hmm. like when you forgive somebody it's not about um, having to pay them back for what you did wrong right Right. it's just being like I forgive you and I think forgiveness is more for the self than it is for the other person I think Mm -hmm. some people think that they have to forgive the other person because it's going to make them feel better it's not about making them feel better it's about making you feel better it's about you releasing that Mm -hmm. like just everything in your head and just be like you know I forgive myself and there are times where even for me Mm -hmm. um in my past that like even in health and wellness like I have to forgive myself for you know not holding up to like we you had kind of mentioned in the beginning like not holding up to the practices of my field right you know there are times where I don't want to eat healthy and I don't want to work out and I don't want to do these things and we're not perfect and we're human and and I think that I have to give myself forgiveness Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have to too sometimes (laughs) is that we're not perfect you know we're not and so I think that that's important Mm -hmm. so talk a little bit more about some of the techniques that you did in the seminar because there was Mm -hmm. like some paperwork that you had us do and some exercises like that so let's talk a little bit about that yeah so um, I kind of usually have people try to attack their self-esteem in Mm -hmm. two different ways so it's usually in your thoughts and in your behaviors and so self-esteem like just for quick definition for everybody for me is practicing a realistic and appreciative and flexible opinion or regard for yourself Mm -hmm. so Um, The three things, it's like it's realistic, it's appreciative, and it's flexible. And so what I have the girls here do, and what I have a lot of women Mm -hmm. do that I work with, is identify a behavior that falls under each of those kind of three, what is it, that's an adjective, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. um, identifying like what's one thing that you can do for yourself this week that allows you to be flexible with Mm -hmm. yourself. What's one thing that you can do this week that appreciates what your strengths are? What's Mm -hmm. one thing that you can do this week that's realistic to what you can do, really? Like, maybe you can't overhaul your entire diet in one day. Mm -hmm. Like, don't do that. That Mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense. Like, just realistically, what can I do today? I'm going to cut out pop today. I'm going to drink water today. Yep. That's so awesome. So really identifying specific behaviors. And some of the worksheets that I gave people, I think, was like, Um, identifying barriers right Mm -hmm. so you talked about procrastination like don't pretend like I'm just not gonna procrastinate right I'm gonna do it (laughs) like that because that's what I do I'm gonna do it either way exactly and Mm -hmm. so it's great like I think one of the you guys always say like uh, what is it fail to fail the plan plan to fail okay that's Mm -hmm. what it is yeah so it's like don't pretend like the thing that's been happening is just not gonna happen anymore (laughs) it's gonna keep happening but you can the the strength that you guys all have if they do know what it is is you can plan around it mm-hmm. because you already know what it's about right so that's the more behavioral thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think that to kind of give a little bit of an example is the procrastination yeah. like okay so let's talk a little bit about ex- like real life examples of like being flexible mm-hmm. um, like what would be like an instance if procrastination was your thing yeah how could you be flexible around mm-hmm. procrastination right so for me the flexibility is kind of like um, over time. So okay. real, cause realistic and flexible are kind of, they coincide a little mm-hmm. bit. Realistic, realistic is about what can I do right now? And flexibility is what am I capable of doing in this season of my okay. life? Mm-hmm. So for procrastination, it might be like, I'm going to set my goal to have it done by Friday at five, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to create a buffer that mm-hmm. says that it probably doesn't even need to be done until Saturday. Got you. Okay. So that instead makes of sense. like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's like, just like plan for this 
also be flexible with the fact mm-hmm. that you know that this is something that you struggle mm-hmm. with and get done as much as you that can. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah. just want to give some practical yeah, tips like sure. the, so the people who are watching can kind yeah, of understand how they can absolutely. kind of relate this to their mm-hmm. life. So you talked about flex, flexible, realistic, and then what was the, there was a middle appreciative. one. Appreciative. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about appreciative when it comes mm-hmm. to procrastination. Yeah. Like how would that, how does those two correlate? How can I be appreciative about my procrastination? Yeah. So appreciative is really just about like acknowledging what your strengths are. Mm-hmm. And so even if you're a procrastinator, mm-hmm. you also probably work really well under pressure, mm-hmm. right? And so So for me, appreciative is about taking advantage of what your strengths are. So much of the time our goals are about like, okay, I need to stop this thing or I need to change this part of my life. And that's what they're supposed to Mm -hmm. be for. Mm -hmm. But we don't take into consideration what we're already good at. Right. And so in another area of your life, maybe that's not so dire or not so crisis or Mm -hmm. like I have to get this done. It might be like, I'm going to just like acknowledge and validate myself that I did so good. Right. Like at the last minute something changed at work mm-hmm. and I was able to do that mm-hmm. and that's like the appreciative mm-hmm. part is really just saying like right. I'm good at this too. right <laughs> like right. even though there's this one mm-hmm. thing yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. the cool thing about this whole topic is that you're talking about things that society and everybody always thinks are negative right. and you're really teaching people how to flip it to be a positive like mm-hmm. procrastination is supposed to be a negative thing right. according to society yeah. but we're talking about being appreciative of right. per- being a procrastinator yeah. you know and you yeah. never really it sounds so cliche because you right. never really think about it like that like am I appreciative of my procrastination right. it's like am I supposed to I be appreciative of it is that weird <laughs> right so I think that that's great because yeah. I think people are going to watch this and be like man I never thought about you know mm-hmm. appreciating Appreciating my procrastination, right. you know. So, right. um, well, an appreciation is different than permission giving, right? Right. Like I right. can appreciate it and know this part of myself, but not give myself permission to be like, oh, it's because I'm a procrastinator, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think so. I think that that side of things yeah. is almost giving yourself an out, exactly. Right. You sure. you shouldn't give yourself an out to not be better right. at at the thing that right. kind of holds you up, right? Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to just not try to work on it sure. but you understand it you appreciate it you know that you do it and then you work to try to make it better mm-hmm. essentially along right. the way so I think that that's great mm-hmm. um with that being said is there I, I want to talk first just to kind of wrap this all yeah. up if there was just like a couple little tidbits of practical things that you could tell the ladies watching today um if they're really struggling with you know self-esteem and like just kind of overcoming that mental barrier yeah. in their head that's stopping them from kind of really changing their life right. what would that be what are those some practical tips so um like you can do this in a couple different ways but really just kind of creating a thought log for Mm -hmm. yourself and so there like you can google thought logs Mm -hmm. and there's like it's out there right Mm -hmm. but um even though we've talked a lot about behavioral practices Mm -hmm. like most people do not pay attention to what they think Mm -hmm. so pretty much we have a general idea of how we think right Right. some people can be like i'm a pretty positive person or i'm kind of negative in these situations i struggle Mm -hmm. with this but literally knowing exactly the thoughts that you have when you're feeling awful. Mm-hmm. So the next time it's like, oh, I really don't want to go to the gym. But what are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. Like, are mm-hmm. you thinking about the fact that you have so much to do later and it's so early mm-hmm. and I didn't get good sleep? Like, mm-hmm. you need to know what you're right. thinking so mm-hmm. that you know how to work with yourself instead right. of just trying to, like, will yourself over mm-hmm. something. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have a service engine light on in your car and then just assume that it means you need to put more gas in. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. That it. makes sense. You're not mm-hmm. fixing the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that that's so powerful because there are so many people who feel things, but they don't think about why they're feeling right. that way. They don't uh-huh. think about why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. What's causing me yeah. to feel these feelings right. or to um, not want to get up or not yeah. want to go to the gym or not like right. knowing and understanding your thoughts. And sometimes that can be a scary thing. It is. Yeah. You know, that's not easy yeah. to like really understand what yeah. you're thinking, especially in like real life situations, whether that's with a relationship oh. or with your job, yeah. like 
why don't you want to go to work? Okay, well, right. why why yeah. don't you? Like, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Why don't you want to be intimate yeah. with your spouse? You know, right. what are you really thinking? Right. Like, I think sometimes we don't think about it because it's scary and it's exactly. hard. Yeah. But the only way that you're going to be a better human mm-hmm. walking on this earth mm-hmm. is to really kind of contemplate yeah. the thoughts. So yeah. I think that that's really powerful Absolutely. in any aspect of your life, mm-hmm. not just in health and wellness, sure. but just in every area yeah. as a woman. So um, where can people find you, Caitlin? Other than here, yeah. like if there are people watching right now yeah. who are just like, man, I really connected with yeah. Caitlin. I'd really like to just go have a conversation with mm-hmm. her. Um, where can they find you? Yeah, so I work actually in the area. I'm in the Schaumburg area. It's called the Counseling and Diagnostic Center of Woodfield. It's mm-hmm. over by like Costco and Buffalo Wild Wings okay. and things like that. And um, So I would say like best way to get a hold of me is mm-hmm. through my phone number and I can leave that yep. here yeah. or something like yep. that. But um, it's really like, I always tell people like therapy is not for people or just want to talk to somebody mm-hmm. is not for people who only have depression and anxiety. Right. Absolutely. That's where it's like maybe more evident that I mm-hmm. want to get some extra support, mm-hmm. but I talk to women all the time and it's like, I don't have a specific disorder. Mm-hmm. I just like, I'm having a really hard time in my relationships mm-hmm. or just something's going on at work and I need a third party who's not in it to mm-hmm. give me some objective perspective. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, to kind of end on that note is like, talking to a therapist is not supposed to be society makes it seem like it's a bad thing like For if sure. you have to go see a therapist right. you there you must be freaking crazy yeah. because there must be something wrong with right. you mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not always it sometimes when you have people around you that are biased to your opinions right. they aren't going to keep it real with you yeah. or they aren't just going to be there to kind of be a sounding board right. for mm-hmm. what you might have be feeling and thinking and stuff like that so yep. i think it's great to for you to say that like it's okay like even if you you're not crazy if you want to go talk to somebody like you're just a normal person trying to work through your feelings to be a better human being yeah and I think at the end of the day that's important it's important to know is like Mm -hmm. you're just trying to be better absolutely Um, and that's kind of really what you focus on so um you can get a hold of Caitlin um she would be happy to visit with you Um, she's great she's here at MP almost every morning at 8 15 or 9 20 um somehow she snuck into the 6 20 7 25 6 20 class last night um but usually see her in the morning here so Mm -hmm. if any of our ladies are watching you can always reach out to Caitlin Mm -hmm. Um, on Facebook and things like that. She'll be more than happy to help you out. Anything that you want to add to kind of finish this off? No, I think that's it. I think one of the things, though, that I'll just say, because this is what I work with every single person that I meet with Mm -hmm. on no matter what, is like self-awareness is so powerful. Like Mm -hmm. You need to know what you do and why you do it. Mm -hmm. And if you can figure that out, in any sort of a situation in a pattern kind mm-hmm. of way like you're golden like mm-hmm. you just know how you operate and mm-hmm. how you take on the world so awesome. that's for me that's always the goal is self-awareness self-awareness mm-hmm. that's awesome yep. okay well with that being said thank you so much Caitlin Absolutely. I appreciate you doing this yeah, with us today I think this great. is really going to help a lot of people Good. I mean, think this is a topic that needs to be talked about more sure. so um, maybe we'll have you on again soon Sounds all right great. have thank a great you. one guys we'll see you later bye. thanks bye <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever your favorite place to listen to your podcast might be. And if you really like this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.